And welcome to Tuesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. This is John Druckenmiller at hometownheadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Item number one, the media. Lots of changes for following high school football on the agenda this fall. That's as one radio station fades while webcasts are on the rise. Podcast as well. We have that story for you today. Also, politics. Three have qualified for Rome City Commission seats on day one of qualifying. We know a press conference is set for Wednesday for another challenger. Also hearing reports this morning of somebody else weighing an entry into the Ward 3 race. We'll have updates throughout the day and throughout the week at Hometown Headlines. Don't forget, we are your election headquarters. Traffic news today. Watch out over at Garden Lakes Boulevard. Some railroad road work there. We'll have things a little bit dicey by the school. Also, there's a bridge being replaced in Tatuga. Get this. This project will stretch for four years, believe it or not. Also, we report gas prices are dipping yet again. Also, updates today from Georgia Northwestern Technical College. The Cheahog Guild is talking about its arts education grants today. Also, the Gordon Floyd Development Authority meets this coming Wednesday. Ware Mechanical Weather Center, a lot happening in the last 24 hours. At one time, we had more than 3,000 people without service as trees were dropping, especially over in the Horse Lake Creek area. We thank our loyal listeners in that area for a number of photographs this morning. Also, at uh, one point this morning at 6 a.m., we had about 270 customers still without power. Happy to report at 7 a.m. that was down to around a dozen people. Heat index today, by the way, will be about 101 degrees, at least one or two more days of this. Highs in the 90s through Saturdays, a little bit of break coming up on Sunday and Monday, maybe into the upper 80s. However, we do see storms possible for Friday and Saturday afternoons and evenings. Not a good thing for high school football. No additional obituaries to report from Monday. We do have your public health restaurant inspection scores for the day. And remind you, the Greater Rome Community Bank Crime Watch section is up and running. That's uh, jail reports from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk Counties. The Truett's Chick-fil-A sports report for the day. Rome Braves open up a six-pack of home games tonight. Seven o'clock is first pitch. We are getting very close to the end of the season. Fourteen games to go. Rome is four games out of first place. It is now or never. Good news, though, sports fans. Ten of these next 14 games are home games. The Rome Cross Country team is going to be hosting the 28th Annual Ridge Ferry Invitational on Saturday. Purple High School has earned the Glenn White Award for the 2018-19 sports performances. Don't forget, we have John McClellan's look at who's going to win and lose this coming Friday night in high school football. And we'll kind of segue from there, lousy segue of the day or the week, into our rant of the day. We title this one, The Day the Music Died. Of course, we steal that line from Don McLean's classic, American Pie. It's appropriate because the music, local news, and sports and other information is indeed dying, or did die, actually, on Sunday evening. The coroner's time of death was listed at 6 p.m., Gone way before its time was WEBS AM 1030 and kicking 103.5 FM. The cause of death is listed as circumstances beyond the owner's control. Yes, no one is denying it was financial, another casualty, and part of our changing media taste, we guess. But for one of the state's faster-growing communities could lose its primary news, information, and sports center, 
that, again, is something that kind of is a head-scratcher, to say the least, especially with the Calhoun Yellow Jackets opening their season, high school football season, this coming Thursday night at the Corky Kell Classic here at Barron Stadium. The game, by the way, will be heard on another Calhoun station. What's a real shame is seeing any local media serving the community expire, be it broadcast, print, or whatever. But we're getting more and more used to it. Let's uh, stick with broadcast for now as we go over what has happened in recent years. We saw WYXC 1270 AM fade away in Cartersville just a few years back. We saw booming South 107 quickly shuffle to a lower-powered 93.5 FM in a situation that never was quite explained. The Ridge 95.7 FM recently was sold to a national broadcast group for around $200,000. That's a stunner both to see an FM property sale and at that price, a discounted price. And before you mention K98, let me remind you, it was purchased for more than $4 million by the foundation behind Georgia Public Broadcasting and now is part of the statewide network at 97.7 FM. Anytime a station fades or a format is drastically changed, i.e., we point to the loss of the Jim and Julie show on Q102 in favor of more syndicated slop, you usually can assume money is involved. You cut the talent, you rearrange the deck chairs, and you hope you miss those proverbial icebergs on the starboard bow. Usually, they hold the syndicated stuff for later hours in the day, saving the local stuff, which allegedly makes a radio station different from what's available on Sirius XM or even YouTube. They save the morning stuff, usually for the morning drive. Aside from sports, good luck finding more than three or four hours a day, weekdays I should say, of true local live broadcasting in smaller markets today, including this one. Usually when a radio station is about to make a significant change, things begin to sound a whole lot like Christmas. Seriously, Christmas music usually is used in July or April or any other month. It's not uncommon to see programmers turn to Christmas music as they take a few weeks or a few months to look at a better format or maybe a new direction. Sunday evening, we listen to the final minutes of WEBS, just out of respect of nothing else, and we're grateful to hear country, not Christmas. They signed off by repeating the announcement of why they were leaving the air and graciously thanked listeners and advertisers for their support for almost 50 years. Our guess is the signal won't be idle for long. Calhoun has too much potential and enough well-heeled advertisers to make local radio work, even in this day and age of satellite and syndication. As for Calhoun's silent airways, we only say this, stay tuned. This is John Druckenmiller of HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. We'll have continuing updates on the election, weather, and other news throughout this Tuesday. Please stay with us at HometownHeadlines.com. We will close now with the soundful stylings of the maestro himself, our good friend Harry Musselwhite, and his rendering of Funky Druck. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.